Blog Talk Radio. No, sorry, the March, there's the March 2020 edition of Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm your host. I'm the person behind the Poetry Superhighway website, and I'm thrilled to have you all listening in what is a crazy time for everyone out there. My primary wish and concern is that all of you listening and participating today are as safe and healthy as you can possibly be. I know amidst this uh, national, well, really international crisis that we're all in right now, one of the things that I've been striving for is to maintain any sense of normalcy, any sense of regular routine. Uh, I live in California where we have a uh, mandatory stay-at-home quarantine. Now, for me, I work from home, so... All that really means is um, I just haven't shaved all week. Uh, that's the main impact this is have, having on me so far, and we've uh, we've started to have groceries delivered. But beyond that, things are as normal as can be amidst this uh, situation. But in the spirit of of fostering normalcy, of creating a sense of community and connection between. People, as I mentioned in the at the beginning of last week's Poetry Superhighway email newsletter, not yesterday's, but last week's, um, our plan with Poetry Superhighway is to continue doing what we're doing. Um, I guess that's a benefit of being an online thing. Um, I'm still going to publish two poets online every week. Uh, these monthly online broadcasts will still be happening. And all of the various projects that we do are going to going to continue. Uh, for example, right now we're soliciting poetry writing prompts for National Poetry Month, which starts on April 1st. April is National Poetry Month here in the United States of America. And so our plan, as we've done the last several years, is to publish a poetry writing prompt every single day on our website and on our Facebook page and give you the opportunity or the inspiration, I hope, to write a poem every single day. Um, so we're soliciting these writing prompts from you. I have about uh, I have about 30 so far. 30 prompts have been submitted, and, we ha- and I'll be taking them until the end of the month. And I'm going to select the ones that I think um, uh, offer the, the best opportunities for you to write something. I'm going to publish one every single day. Uh, starting on April 1st. So you'll see them on our website at PoetrySuperHighway.com, and you'll see them on our Facebook page. And then you're invited to, well, hopefully you'll be inspired to write a poem. And and if you do write a poem in in response to one of these prompts, I hope you'll consider posting it as a comment to that prompt in the Facebook page. So that's going to start on April 1st. And right now, if you've got a writing idea, head to our website, go to PoetrySuperHighway.com slash PSH, and uh, there's a banner right at the top that says uh, Submit Your Writing Prompt. Click on that, 
fill in your writing idea and uh, and we'll we'll add it into the the mix of ones that are considered to be published next month. Um, that's what's going on here on Poetry Superhighway. I would one other thing I'd like to mention. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to mention that. I'm just going to leave it a mystery as to the thing that I might have mentioned, but now I've decided not to. So that's just out there. I also want I do want to mention this though. Uh, at the half-hour mark of the show, as we do every half-hour mark, in addition to the open readers, uh, we're going to have a spoken word track from uh, Encinitas poet Jim Bobway. All right, we have many, many callers online, so we're going to get right to the, right to you right now. Um, so those of you listening, those of you considering calling in, um, you got one poem. I want to make sure to have the chance to get to everyone, so plan on reading one poem, and we'll talk for a few minutes uh uh, as well, because I want to find out how you are and what's going on in your poetry world. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 806 area code. Hello. 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 Hi, can you hear me? Hi. I can. Who's Hi. this? You can. Okay, cool. I'm glad. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to be first. I, uh, sorry for the surprise. You were the first caller yeah, in the no, queue. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I'm set. So I'm just assuming that we read a poem and then, and then we can tune in and listen to other poets. Exactly. Tell me, tell me who this is and where you're calling from. So my name is Phoenix and, um, I'm actually, so I actually know about this, uh, the, the highway from my friend Donald Arnfield, um, and so he was talking about uh, the Super Poetry Highway, and so I, I did the scrapyard. Uh, I sent that out to someone. So I'm from Utah. Utah, cool. Yes. Well, uh, Phoenix, glad that you, you made it in uh, to the, the show today, and I'd, I'd love to hear your poem. All right, thank you. Should I go ahead? Go for it. Okay, all right, cool. So this is from a book that I wrote and published called uh, one, which is part of my trilogy of poetry, I. And so this poem is called I, I. It first starts with the emotion. The emotion feels like a pen. Then there's the pain in the hand. Then a little bit of methane, methamphetamine. Sometimes in these moods, something feels. Sorry, can't think okay. Sorry, it's just thought pen. And some pain. It's the way the warm towel feels somehow muggy and cold, won't dry, and haven't typed in months so old. Pain can't quite explain and felt, so it's just sad and well somehow felt. It's how it is. The towel in the hand and cold like electricity. Hands hurt from pain and pinned, tainted. Life pinned like needle to a butterfly. Wing pinned, pained and pinned. Sometimes the inevitability is all it takes for things to stay the same. And the suicidal thought translates without even any direction or reason, just translated senseless. So you let tears fall like dimes and pennies, nickeled like pain and thought. Some t something here and there, nothing quite realized, though something felt. And you feel like it's too much. So you nickel it away like letting go of all you've ever believed in. And you cry because it's better that way because the poem is better isolated. So the blood falls and the blood drips, no life for ripped, rip, sometimes less than. The light slanted by sacrilege definition, though no words are uttered. It's just something not quite stuttered, feeling different by some word or feeling, feeling different by some attitude. It's what it will be. It's what it will always be. 
I haven't been able to express anything meaningful in quite a while. It's been something I can't quite explain. It's been something isolated and lost. I'm realizing I'm falling behind and it's something not quite understood, manipulated and should. So I keep going on, some wrong idea of a pain in the head, but this is just complaining. So you keep trying by some mind definition of something in your head, but that mind is something not quite fine. So you're told retard it, but you're told you don't feel mean to disability. Insurance and tag gone up because it's how things are. Can't focus on the details too many intricate like a penny, though nothing is quite a dime. Just the money. A kick in the face, some bloody smashed teeth. Nothing felt but felt anyway and pained by life, trying too hard to be poetic. And that's something not lost on me. Because believe me, I sense that feeling too. And I know it'll eat you up from within like the snake eating its own tail. You'll realize the sustenance is not in the tail. Because you can't eat yourself and expect to cannibalize life. So you have to keep plugging ahead, poor and undetailed, and something there manipulated subtle, something criticized for something realized, and it's better that way. So it's something, but that's not always something, and it's sad at times when you're sad, but I know that's just how you will be, and so you keep trying. Yet there's not necessarily any effort to any of it or feeling. It's just something stoked and set. Phoenix, thanks. Nice job. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I like the uh, the uh, the sort of a poem within a poem, or struggling with the poem as part of the events of the poem. It was kind of a cool thing that was going on there. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. What what city in Utah do you live in? I live in Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, um, do you, is there a, do you have a website or anything that people can check out, or a way to 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 hear more from you if they're interested. Yeah, so uh, I actually have a YouTube channel, uh, and um, so you could probably just look up uh, Phoenix, and then my name's Stefan Hurd. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the link would be, but then I, I also have the link to my YouTube channel on my Amazon page at amazon.com slash author slash phoenix underscore rises. And the cool thing about my YouTube channel is that I do some of my poetry online, so that's always pretty fun. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Cool. Well, man, I really appreciate you calling in today. I hope you're uh, safe and healthy out there, and uh, and please call thank in you. again. Okay, thank All you. Right, you take stay it safe, e- too. You, too. Thank you. All right, that was uh, Phoenix from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, calling in, opening up the show today, reading his poem. I posted a link to his Amazon uh, author page in the as a comment to the posting of this event in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook Group. There's two ways you really can interact um, outside of calling um, in uh, with the show. One is you can be in the chat room in the Blog Talk Radio uh, interface that you're if, if you're calling in, or just on the on the show page. There's a chat room. Um, or if you're on Facebook, um, go to the Poetry Super Super Highway Facebook group. And the, my most recent post is the one promoting this reading. It says PSH Live Open Reading in 15 minutes, and then all the comments below are live comments that are happening during this reading. So that's a way that we can all interact with each other and react to poems that we're hearing, etc. Okay, our next caller is from the 705 area code. Hi, 705. Good day, Rick. How are you doing? I'm good. This uh, sounds like Ale- uh, uh, Alex from uh, Canada, yeah? It's your northern friend, an eagle. 
Um, how is it up there? Are there? I, I know there was talk of restrictions of, of, of border crossings and things like that. Um, yeah, they shut you... the border midnight on Friday night, Rick. But we have like something like um, 1,300 cases, and, but that's across the entire country right now. So, I mean, the prime minister hasn't uh, declared a federal emergency yet, but um, why he's not doing that, who knows? But you know, we're just we're we're just a week or two behind Europe. I mean, the states and Canada. So it's it's a different world we live in right now, Rick. That's for sure. It sure is. And, yeah. Oh, it is. And and I was supposed to on Tuesday, the twenty fourth. I was supposed to do a book launch over in Sault Ste. Michigan. But, of course, because they locked down the border and they locked down everything else in Michigan, that got canceled or postponed until a later date. So that has to wait. So. Well, yeah, we're, we're, uh, there's just about nothing that uh, outside of eating uh, that, that doesn't have to wait uh, these days for, uh, for all of us. Um, so solidarity with, with you there. Um, uh, uh, let's hear your poem. Okay. So the poem was um, inspired from, uh, I guess, from an insight I got from my spirit guides, and it was a short mantra. So I'll give you the mantra, then I'll give you the poem. And the mantra goes like this. As the first rays of light touch the earth, I heal the earth wholly and completely of the coronavirus. The poem is called Cleansing Rain, and it goes like this. As light first touches the dawn of a new day, Hope springs eternal on the cusp of a mantra. These words repeated from a spiritual summit to extend its influence to encapsulate, then heal in its entirety, all life in a universal sphere. As upon this plane are those most vulnerable. At or near a border has not yet called their names, but due to this nemesis, an early beckon is uttered which is life in a nutshell, how fragile this can be, taken before their time due to some infirmity, which is not necessary, yet a wind nonetheless carries a contagion is indiscriminate in its path. One's breath is shortened by this such brevity, has a smaller window through which to see, a vanishing pain, a narrowing vision, a diminishing duration, to an illumination that dwells in one's eyes. Yet this ember remains a hope with a cleansing rain. Earth and its inhabitants can break free from its vice. It is like a tightening noose to lift this burden to breathe again unencumbered. End poem. There's some kind of fu- funny comment I uh, should make about how all of your poems end with the line "end poem." <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's just your signature. You know, that just you know, that's how you know it's a it's an Alex from Canada poem. It ends end poem. Um, I'm kidding, of course. I know what you're doing there. Um, thank you for sharing that, Alex. Uh, uh, you're very welcome. Responding uh, as you did, uh, as, as you do to 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 the world uh, through through your art. I appreciate you reading that and calling it. Thank you, Rick. And I mean, that that goes out to every single living creature in, in the world, not only human, but animal as well, because of course this can, 
be passed back and forth, and who knows the real etiology of it, right, Rick, whether it was, um, as they say, some people think it came from from a food market somewhere in Wuhan, or if it was created by some mad scientist inside of a lab somewhere, and this is somebody's bad idea of a bad joke that's going to kill quite a few innocent people around the world, so... Maybe it was a mad scientist uh, uh, in a market. Yeah, exactly. A combination of the two, exactly. Could be. Um, Alex, I got. I have so many callers today. I want to. I want to move more quickly than we usually do. But it's always great to hear your yes, voice. Sir. And thank you so much for calling in. No, and you're welcome. And and Rick, I'm expecting my my third book, my second poetry one, will be out within this week, and it's going to be called Little Angels. And I'll send you a link to it uh, when I when I receive it. Cool. Well, good luck. Uh, good luck with that, Alex. And uh, and uh, looking forward to talking with you uh, next time. Um, all right, folks. Moving right along. I normally like to spend more time with callers, but we've got so many people who've who've called in today that I'm gonna I move a little more quickly than I typically do. I hope no one is uh, feels uh, uh, like I'm cutting them off or, or shortchanging you. Um, I just want. I, it feels like you know we're all kind of isolated and we need a. Uh, we, we're, we're starving for ways to connect with each other, which is why I'm sure we have so many people calling in today. So uh, so with that in mind, we're going to move quickly and try to get to as many people as possible. Our next caller is from the 801 area code. Hi. Is that me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. You can hear me? <laughs> I, I can hear you. Okay. There is perfect. audio happening. Okay, good. I'm trying out new headphones. So this is Trish, also from Utah. Oh wow, we, I don't think we've ever had uh, two Utahnians in one call. Uh, Trish Hopkinson <laughs> from Provo, Utah. Um, I'm way during yes. a wild guess. Yes. And Welcome, we, and we Trish. Prefer... Great. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. We prefer Utah. <laughs> I see. I um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get out there and do a, a, be, a not today, of course, but uh, a, a better study of the the ways of the of the Utahns. For sure, for sure, you should. So I do have a poem for you, but I also want to let folks know there are just tons of really exceptional prompts and um, online virtual ways to get yourself writing. Uh, there's a really great one starting tomorrow with poetshouse.org. Uh, they have a 10 poems in 10 days at 10 a.m. That's Eastern time, so a bit early for you in California. But you can jump on for 10 minutes, and they will play a video that will help you kick off a poem. So I thought that was pretty awesome. And there are other yeah, links that and, and prompts and stuff, uh, of course, on my website, uh, selfishpoet.com or trishhopkinson.com. Cool. That's great. I appreciate very much all the work that you do and in sharing opportunities uh, for people to write. And I'm sure it's ex- especially useful and welcome to people right now. Absolutely. It's been useful for me. I've been writing every day, so it's I've been taking advantage of no commute uh, to to get some writing done. So I have cool. a brand new poem for you. Let's hear it. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. It's called Letter to COVID-19. 
If you're planning a big finish, we've got our dukes up. Let the grocery stores wince with empty shelves. Hordes of toilet paper crowd trunks of cars and storage rooms. Let the doomsdayers self-soothe with cans of creamed corn, sacks of dried beans, bins of bleached rice, bottles of Purell, and tubs of Clorox wipes. Most of us now embrace social distance prescribed by the WHO and CDC, closing our doors and doors to churches, libraries, schools, even gyms, bars, and restaurants. Let us be jealous of South Korea for their grand stance, or Antarctica, where such viral strains are least likely to take hold. Let us wash our hands for 20, murmuring Johnny Cash. There's a man going round, taking names, and he decides hmm. who to free and who to blame. Fantastic poem, Trish. I really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, and I, I also, just on a separate note, should let you know, I've been um, self, self-soothing self with cans of creamed corn for years. <laughs> Definitely is a comfort food if you were raised on it. Yeah. Um, well, look, I, that, that was great. Um, I, I thank you so much for sharing it. And, and, and again, for all the info that you that you put out there in the world um, that's so accessible uh, to people in so many ways. I really appreciate it. Yes, my pleasure. It keeps me going. So take care of yourself. You too. And thanks for calling in. All right. That was uh, Trish Hopkinson from Provo, Utah. She runs uh, the the Selfish Poet blog, which you can find at trishhopkinson.com. And there's uh, daily posts there about uh, free opportunities for you to submit poetry um, to all kinds of different places. No fee submissions, I believe, is the terminology used there. So there you go. All right, moving on. Our next caller is from the 215 area code. Hi, 215. Hello, Rick. Hi. Good to reach you. You, it's good to be I'm reached. Happy that you keep the store open. It's uh, well, you know, the, since since the store is based at home, it's easy enough. This is um, <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm a, I'm struck by the emptiness of the streets and the shattered uh, stores, and uh, it's uh, it's really uh, surrealistic. So I'll go in the opposite way and not talk about the crisis. I think that, first of all, in order to preserve my sanity, I write every day, I edit, and I'm preparing for the next uh, book. So the poem that I'm going to offer is, I think, something that we need, and it's called Magic. Okay, just but just because uh, I, I don't know that everyone is as familiar with your voice as I am, I believe this is Hanoch Guy from Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. Correct. Okay. So the poem is magic. Eskimo saying, a word spoken by chance has strange consequences. I say bridge. A spring becomes a raging river. Covers the bridge with spiky thorns. Say doors. Twisted mirrors come crashing through the clouds. 
scattering, sparkling silver. I say, I say spring, a narrow opaque window opens as mysterious as the eye in Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. Say wind, nothing happens. The river is calm, and there is not a soul on the bridge. Echoes explode in volcanic beds. Dragons shoot up, swirling, devouring blue stars, sinking into the abyss. Ancient gods shed off their sleep, move slowly their garments of fire, shooting sparks into the oceans. Magic, magic. Blood drains from my veins, oxygen lifts from cells. Return to the source of life where hidden caves hold in their vaults secret names. That was magic. All right, Hanoch, thank you so much for, for sharing that. A, a nice poem and nicely read as well, and I certainly appreciate you uh, uh, d- distracting us from the topic of the day with a, with another uh, topic. Yeah, we have so to keep our welcome sanity. distraction. As much as we can. Indeed. And uh, my website is hanorgai slash kaner dot com. And I also have a Amazon author page. Hanorgai. Cool. I just posted a uh, a link to that in the in the as a comment on the uh, on the Facebook page for this event, so people can click on and, and get more from you. Thank you so much, and I. I want to have the other folks a chance to read their poems, so we can move on. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Hanoch, uh, uh, for calling in and for reading a poem today. That was Hanoch Guy from Elkins Park, uh, Pennsylvania, Um, and uh, there you go. All right, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 205 area code. Hello. 205. Hello, Rick. Rick? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, this is Michael in Birmingham, Alabama, and I know you've got a lot of callers, and I'll just have some spoken word with you. Uh, I want to mention the lady poet who read, I think, before the last poet. She used the term embrace, to embrace social distancing, uh, social distancing. I really like that phrase a whole lot. I, I'm just, that was worth tuning in to the show because that's what we're going to do. We're going to embrace social distancing. Uh, Ecclesiastic, after social distancing comes social ordering. A time to embrace, a time to be a distance, a time to embrace. Um, no one told me there'd be days like this, strange days. Indeed, does that ring a bell to you? Sure does. John Lennon, of course, he had no idea when he wrote that song that it would have some relevance to what's happened today. And there's even a reference to China in that song. 
However, um, I'll just tell you how things have happened this week. That song came on. Someone suggested it. I don't know if they had that in mind. Um, I'm walking through a store, and I see a teddy bear, stuffed animals, from, and I thought, well, those won't probably be bought because contaminated with corona, a Valentine's <laughs> teddy bear. A lot of snapshots have been going off of two hearts and two lungs, two hearts beating and two lungs breathing on one aspirator. Two lungs breathing, two hearts beating on one aspirator. And that one came about because there was a doctor who was talking about she knows a way to take one respirator and you can rig it up, lack of a better word, you can manipulate it, modify it, modify is probably a better word, so that two people can use and live off that one respirator. Look, I know you've got a lot of callers, and I just wanted to do some spoken word like that today because I haven't had time to compose anything, just a lot of little fragments here and there, micro points. Take care. Do you have a date for the April reading? Um, I do, yes. It's April 19th. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I just want to mention that uh, the person who's uh, – Work you referenced at the beginning was Trish Hopkinson, and she commented uh, in the Facebook group to thanks Michael for comments on my poems. So she appreciates that. And uh, stay safe and healthy, and we'll talk to you next time. Okay, stay well. All right, that was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, I'm going to try to squeeze in one more before the half hour. Our next caller is from the 424 area code. Hi. Frankie. Hey, Frankie. How's it going? Frankie from still right here in Southern Cal, yeah? Yes. Awesome. How are you? I'm great. I'm really great. You sound great on the radio. I mean, like, you know, you look good live and hosting and all that, but (laughs) you're still good on the radio. So, hey, I'm I'm impressed. (laughs) Just, just, you know, I... I, uh, I didn't even know how to respond to that, Frankie, but thank you so much. <laughs> well, um, so I have a little series uh, going, so I'm going to just um, go from one to the next and um, keeping with the the theme, but also veering off because we think of other things during this time. So um, well, the theme it, it, is... In terms of it, in terms of it being a series, would you mind just reading one? I, I have so many. Uh, we only usually allow one poem, and I have so many callers uh, okay. more than I usually do. So if you could just do one, it would, I think, help everyone. And we'd yeah, love yeah, to hear it. no, for sure. They're really, um, they're really short. But I will read. I will read the one that is a little bit off the topic of today. So uh, here we go. It is called. I do this every Thursday. I want to run my thumb gently across your lips, memorize crevices and textures, absorb the flicker of your skin with both my palms, trace fingertips across your eyes, so I share visions across oceans when I hear surf crashing from my bed in the dark, my fingerprints Sobre mí y tú, evidence imperceptible to everyone but you. 
That was a good choice, Frankie. <laughs> you sound really good on the radio as well, I should mention. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me and doing this. I'm inspired. I'll probably be doing some stuff, too, on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, so on to your break. You go. <laughs> cool. Do you have a website or anything I can I, we can shout out before we let you go? I have a... I have a blog. It's on Blogspot. Uh, it's under Frankie Girl, um, and uh, it's Dating While Buddhist is the name of my blog. Okay. Cool. I'll send That's you That's a link. great name. <clears throat> Please do. All right, cool. Great okay. to hear your voice, and thank you for calling in and and uh, and uh, tolerating the, the quickness with which it's happening today. And that was uh, Frankie, Frankie from, from Southern Cal uh, on the line. Uh, check out her blog, Dating While Buddhist, um, and I'll post the link to it in the, as a comment in the to the Facebook event uh, as as well in a minute or so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I've got a spoken word track for you. Um, this is the poem E Ticket from Encinitas, California poet Jim Babwe. In a recent survey. of respondents made their marks heavy and dark in the bubble next to E, extremely annoyed. The question was, how do you feel when someone sings the following words? It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. Think about it. The world is big, not small. And anyone who claims that the Earth is getting smaller is clearly wrong. Earth has been almost exactly the same size for millions of years. It's not small. It's not getting small. It's not getting smaller anytime soon. And it will always be approximately the same size that it is now. At the same time, it might be a good idea to pay attention to the experts who claim that global widening caused by centrifugal force generated by Earth's rotation on its axis may pose a threat in the near future. History records no shortage of doomsayers but the long list of self-professed prophets, charlatans, and their closely related subject area experts continue to profess their belief that our planet is getting smaller every day. This is simply untrue. Scientists at the University of San Onofre measure Earth's height and weight 17 times each day, and no shrinkage has ever been Right, that was um, that was the poet Jim Bobway. He lives in Encinitas, California. That's in the northern part of uh, the San Diego area. Um, he sent in this poem called E-Ticket. Uh, the only thing that he said, um, he didn't send any bio info or anything. He just said, try not to judge me. I thought that was really fun. Thank you for sending it, Jim. I play a spoken word track at the half hour mark of every show every month. If you would like to uh, send something 
for me to consider playing in that spot, uh, send me an MP3 file or multiple if you have more than one to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com, and you might hear it on Poetry Superhighway Live. Um, what am I looking for? Not just a straight reading of, of, of you reading a poem. That's something you can call in and do. It has to be a recording that includes an extra element. In the case of the one that we just heard, uh, there there was some music that, that uh, Jim put in the background. It could be sound effects. It could be multiple voices. And the, only, and the other thing that, that I'll consider is if it's a recording at a live reading where the the audience's reactions to the uh, to your reading their applause their laughter etc and that becomes the extra element um so send me an mp3 not links to mp3 not links to recordings on the web screen send me the actual mp3 file if you want me to to listen and consider it so thanks so much jim for sending that in all right in the 23 minutes we have left i'm going to try to get to as many of you as possible. Um, if you can do a short poem, that would be great. Um, it, it would it would help us get through uh, get as many people on the air as as we can. We've got uh, tons more callers than we than we usually do, um, which is an awesome problem to have. Um, so, uh, thanks everyone for uh, for being here today. Our next caller is from the five seven three area code. Hi. Hey Rick. Hi. Can you hear me? Who's this? Yeah. Randall Randall from uh, Missouri. Hey, Randall. How's, How's it going? going out there? Not bad. We're all hunkered down here and getting ready to be a little stir crazy, but isn't that we're all right? That's good. Fantastic. Got a well, let's story. go for it. All right. It's called Armed with Imagination. Imagination armed this youthful night. A plywood shield and sword of sapling wood created echoes in the neighborhood of backyard battles fought in fading light. Envision how we must have been a sight to see a panorama understood by only we who fought each chance we could while lacking rhyme or reason for a fight. The best of memories those days remain, each noble quest and foe chivalric deed, forever will they be accompanied with yearning for just one last grand campaign. End of poem. There it is. (laughs) That's how I know the poem's over. I, you know, just the fact that you stopped reading was not a clue enough. I, I needed that extra little push there. Thank you. Um, uh, Ran- Randall, thank you for calling in. Uh, uh, do, can we shout out your website or anything that uh, people can check uh, out? Sure. Uh, I'm the editor of uh, Sparks of Calliope at WordPress.com. Uh, we're always taking these submissions there. Um, uh, so, yeah, so come and uh, check, check it out. And, uh, we take free verse and formal verse, and and looking forward to seeing some new submissions there. So that's uh, that's awesome. at WordPress.com, yeah. Sparks of Calliope dot WordPress dot com. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to post that link right now. Um, uh, and um, I appreciate you calling in as always, and and enjoyed your your poem. Thank you. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Randall calling from Missouri. Uh, move up next. Uh, our next caller is from the 774 area code. Hello, 774. Rick, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. This is Donald Onfield from Massachusetts. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great, thanks. What, what city in Mass are you calling from? Attleboro. 
Yeah. Cool. So, well, uh, uh, I think you were just referenced by our first caller, who uh, Phoenix, yes, uh, maybe, Phoenix. who, who uh, mentioned yeah. that he heard about this show from you. So, thanks for helping spread the word. Yeah, he's he's one of my published poets coming out soon in the near summer, probably even early spring or late spring, I should say. Yeah. Um, published know, on, on published on uh, on what? Hybrid uh, Sequence Media. That's the name of my publishing company. Okay. You can find us. We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can reach me there or just surf my name on Facebook, Amazon. That's me. Cool. Well, um, I I found the link to your Facebook page. I'm going to post that right now. Um, And I'd love to hear your, your poem. All right, well, my poem is, um, I mean, I hope no one takes this into consideration with everything crazy going on right now, but uh, it's from uh, Bring Something Dead, which is my latest collection that I collaborated with, um, Ivy Valori, um, and it's called Off This Bridge. At the bottom of this bridge is my shod reflection. Across this wrist is where it flows, dusting off my cleats because I'm done kicking this life around in repetitious patterns. Kaleidoscope paper confetti losing its colorful display when it neighbors the darkness. Off this bridge is where I'll fly. Off this bridge is the beginning. Tomorrow says, bring something dead. The river under this bridge serves my corpse at float. End poem. Cool. Uh, congratulations on the uh, the new book. That's a great uh, title, Bring Something Dead. Um, yeah, it's like a hauntingly personal journal entries, I guess you could say. Like, you know. Yeah. Exposing somebody's ghost or to say, you know, how they feel about life and where it's going to take them. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I mean, yeah, just check me out on the Internet. I mean, I mean, hybrid sequence media are open right now for uh, mainly just poetry. Uh, if anybody's out there looking for, you know, some publishing things or even some uh, hints on how to publish. I mean, I'm always open to uh, questions and answers. I'm also open to answers. I, I wish I wish people would send me more answers than questions. Hey, um, I'll reach out. Cool. We'll reach out. We'll talk soon then. Yeah, I got uh, I got plenty of answers for you, hopefully. Okay, good. Good. I'm going to try to figure out what All the right. questions are first, but good. Sounds good. Um, uh, Donald, you me, thank Rex. you so much. No problem. Thank you for calling in. Best of luck with your new book, and, and I hope people check out Hybrid Sequence Media. And I just posted a link to the your book on uh, uh, at Amazon uh, as a comment in the Facebook group. So we'll talk again soon. I hope. Okay. All right. All right. That was to you to you as well. That was Donald from uh, um, Attleboro, Massachusetts. Um, our next caller is from the five two zero area code. Hello, five two zero. Five two zero. You there? Five two zero. I'm talking uh, to you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Who's this? Uh, uh, Jefferson Carter. Hello, Jefferson. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Tell us what city you're calling from. From Tucson. We promise not to invade. <laughs> What's that? No. Hey, Tucson, Arizona. Arizona. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, let's hear your poem, my friend. Okay, I'll read it short. 
It's uh, from my new book, Birkenstock Blues. Uh, it's called The Oral Tradition. Can you hear me all right? Perfectly. Okay, thank you. Sometimes in conversation, I'll look away and say, I don't want to talk about it. I respect that. I really do. But like some nosy Homeric hero, I can feel the words piling up behind my teeth's barrier. Tell me, God damn it. Tell me everything so we can be friends. I like to imagine the real oral tradition, those epic heroes, the myrmidons, all sitting around their cook fires, gossiping, trading recipes, even consoling one another as they mend the horsehair plumes, the helmets heavy in their laps. Great poem and great reading of the poem, Jefferson. I really enjoyed Thank that. You. Thanks for where can people where can people check out uh, Birkenstock Blues? Uh, I have a website, jeffersoncarterverse.com. It's just all one word. Okay, I'm posting that right now um, in the in the group, jeffersoncarterverse.com. Is that, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. I hope people check it out and. Um, and uh, yep, just came up right now. And um, it's it's good to hear your voice. I know we've uh, we've chatted online before, so it's nice to uh, make a more human connection. Okay, I'll stay in touch with you. Thanks, Rick. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Jefferson Carter from uh, I think he said Tucson, Arizona. I thought I might have been talking over the city. Check out his book Birken, Birkenstock News um, uh, on his website JeffersonCarterVerse.com. Our next caller is from. The 530 area code. Hello, 530. Hi, Rick. Hi. Hello. Who's this? This is, this is Red O'Hare. Oh, my God. Red O'Hare of, of, uh, of uh, Cobalt Cafe Past. Yes. Actually, yesterday was the 20-year anniversary of the first time I ever read, and it was at the Cobalt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, you know, we're bringing Cobalt back back uh, online. Uh, uh, the the first open reading is this Tuesday uh, via Zoom. I'm excited. I my schedule is cleared for some reason. <laughs> cool. You're in. A, tell me. Tell us the city you're in now. I'm in Portland, Oregon. This is not the right area code. This is an old area code. I've just kept my cell phone number. So. Well, we're not going to judge your area code. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. That's, that's and, uh, great. And... That's great, Rick. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. All right, read your poem. Okay. Uh, to so many, you will only ever be what they can take from you. They will hold your face in their hands, but be blind to the curve of your cheek. They will gather your moon-stained hope and your unkissed mouth, and make a cadaver of you. And pride won't fill your heart or belly, but it will help you stand strong when your spine splits in sorrow and your bones fray with rage. It will sharpen your teeth on a whetstone of the righteous. It will sustain you for a time. In anger, it can keep you warm, a fire in your wrists and throat, but you will burn, child. So square your shoulders now, make your body all right angles, your hips turn quiet fury within you, he's an entire ocean. So drown all the sailors, made fearless by fair winds, ungrateful for the blessing of all your calm seas, they forgot you are salty and wild. 
tear their boats from stem to stern, remind them of the pull of tides and all the ships you sank in storms. Your lips are twin pistols, so turn your tongue into the trigger. Speak gunpowder truth and then hear mine. You are so much more than what you are to someone else. You are so much more than just the scars that shaped you. You are more than the days you failed in grief. You are more than the nights you failed, failed relief. You are more than your body and the hands that bruised it, more than your care and those who would abuse a child. Your mouth is a fractious fire. Your hope is an unending ocean. They go on and on like you, like you. They go on. I'm done. Man, that... That was uh, that was fantastic, and um, I, you, uh, I, I amidst all the uh, the cadavers in the poem, I love the idea that we're still going to go on. Um, that was yeah, that was that's awesome. why I chose really it. well done, well read, um, just perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. cool. I know well, you have uh, stuff to do, so um, yeah. I do have stuff to do, tons. Um, okay. Good to hear your voice. Um, may, maybe I'll see you on Tuesday at the Cobalt reading um, on Zoom. Yeah. And uh, and take it easy. Thanks so much for calling in and calling again. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Thanks. That was Red O'Hare from Portland, Oregon, uh, reading. She um, was a participant in the in the weekly open reading I hosted at the Cobalt Cafe in Southern California for almost 20 years. Until that venue shut down, uh, that's coming back live uh, via a video open reading this Tuesday night. Um, uh, you can go join the Cobalt Poets Facebook group if you're interested in that. It's mostly focused on Southern California poets, but there's no reason uh, you can't join in and watch as well this Tuesday night. Our next caller is from the 949 area. Hi. Hi, Rick. It's Eric Lawson. Hey, Eric. How's it going? Hey, it's going great, man. It's uh, fine to, It's great to finally hear you, talk to you. <laughs> Both. Uh, it's, <laughs> How it's, are I'm you and the family doing pretty well? Yeah, we're all good. We're all, I mean, as good as can great, be, great. you know, uh, in this situation. Um, uh, you have a new book out, right? I do. It's called About Fucking Time, which is just Lovely. a book that uh, didn't take me that long to write, but took me a long time to finish. So it's kind of where the title comes from. And I, uh, I do have a poem from the book that I'd like to read for you guys. Go for it. Okay, it's called Fireflies in L.A. for Amy Lawson. There are no fireflies in Los Angeles, but I won't let this impede my mission. I have made a promise to you, my dear, a promise that I surely intend to keep. That promise is to show you the world. I cannot help but be influenced by my own Huckleberry Finn-esque childhood. I believe that you should be able to chase after your dreams. I believe that natural lighting is all that you need to create. Because once the sun goes down, I shall be your flashlight. I promise to show you the fireflies in the night. I will show you the world one wonder at a time. I cannot help but to influence you with my own sense of curiosity. I believe in you so much that I'm sizing up telescopes on eBay. I believe in you so much that I'm drinking in dry erase boards. Because once the sun goes down, we cannot explore the night. I shall be your flashlight that illuminates your idea bank. We are so similar. You and I are inseparable. The wonders of the world are waiting, and we have unlimited time to see them all. There are no fireflies in Los Angeles, but we will find them soon enough and revel in their light together. End poem. 
end poem. Everyone's ending their poems with the same lines. Is there a prompt <laughs> I missed or something? I know. I know. Um, I think we're on the same light wavelength here. Eric, I just posted a link to your book uh, about fucking time on uh, uh, on Amaz- at Amazon within the in the group. Do you have a website or anything you want to shout out? Or- uh, nothing currently, no, not at this time. But uh, thanks for the link. And uh, man, there have been some great readings I've heard this hour. Yeah, me too. I I agree. <laughs> um, I I wish I could talk to you longer and and hear more about your book. Uh, but I just I want to try to squeeze as many folks. No, in no, as I possible. understand completely. Uh, all right, cool. All right, you, well, great uh, you to hear your voice. Have a great night. All right. Th- thanks. You too. And congrats on uh, congrats on the new book. And, and best of luck with it. Glad you got it uh, complete. And uh, t- hope to talk with you again soon. Our next caller is from the nine eight five area code uh, nine eight five. Hi. Hey Rick, it's Anyone Diana from- Langdees. Hey Diana Langdees, how are you? Hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm not bad, all things considered. Uh, not bad. Um, That's great. That's fantastic. Think, and you're... In fact, I should tell you just quickly, just make a note of this, that I could not sign in to listen to the radio using two different browsers on a Mac. So you might want to check into that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to say about that. I, um, I'm using a yeah, Mac as well, a, and I know many other people are. Mac, I'm okay on an iPad, but it could not sign in, could not listen on a, suddenly on a MacBook Pro. So just put that aside and check it. Um, since we last talked, I retired. Congratulations. Thank you. So I would like to read a brief poem uh, reflecting on that. Go for it. Vera's, Vera's Butterflies. For the final day of my career, I dress in black, save a splash of white in a classic Vera Newman scarf. It is a kind of death, complete with flowers for my final client. For decades, I listened to stories that broke my heart, triggered my rage, and made me wonder how any of us has survived. Stories of cruelty, betrayal, loneliness, and trauma. The very walls of my office are sealed with the tears of the abandoned, the abused, the hopeless, the overwhelmed. They can never be washed away or painted over. Grief oozes from the cracks in the door where occasionally hope creeps in, reminding me that grief and hope must blend for there can be no alchemy, no repair of the torn fabric of our frail lives. I look down at my scarf, which is covered with Vera's abstract butterflies. She sewed her first scarves from the abandoned parachutes of war, turning violence into art and transmitting hopelessness into beauty. I am no Vera, but I have done my best. I close my office door for the last time, drive home, remove my scarf, and hang it in my closet, allowing Vera's butterflies, elegant, fragile symbols of transformation, to float freely around my own broken soul. Hmm. <clears throat> Strong ending there, uh, Diane, to a, to a stellar poem. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you, Rick. Stay All right, well. you're, you're, you're still in Covington, Louisiana? I am. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, it's uh, it's it was good to know where people are calling from and, and get a sense of how we're all globally 
posted. I posted a link to your your blogspot.com website in the in the uh, Facebook page so people can stay in touch. And thank you so much for calling in today. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, take bye. That was uh, uh, Diane Elaine Dees from Covington, Louisiana. Sorry, I had trouble uh, uh, getting on. I'm not really sure what what that is. We had so many people on today, and, and I'm on a Mac as well, so uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to try to squeeze in uh, one more caller. Our next caller is from the eight eight two eight area code. Hi. Hey, Rick. This is LB says Latex. Hey, great to hear you. How your you voice doing? again. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we're. Hunkered in here in North Carolina, trying to be quarantined, kind of. <laughs> Got to try and. Yeah, us too. Um, well, look, let's get right to your poem because I got like two minutes left. Okay. Well, this one is from my new book called The Poet Next Door, published by Cyberwit. And it was written about a baseball game, but it's kind of poignant now. And it's called My Unwanted Global Village. Something happened at the ball game on Friday night. And whether or not you told or tell or post a picture somewhere in an instant, your community has become the world. There's a message in the medium, TV, computers, and smartphones shaping your public image into something you may be but probably really aren't. There are no boundaries in a world so intimate as to be your own. Short and sweet. Tell tell us the name of your, your book again. It's called The Poet Next Door. The Poet and Next Door. Amazon okay. Or, yeah, it's on Amazon or uh, my website too, I think. <laughs> you should find out. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I need to talk to my web administrator. That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a call. Um, cool. Well, LB, I, uh, great to hear your voice, um, and, uh, and best of luck with your new book and, and staying hunkered down there in the, in North Carolina. Yeah. Same to you. And I just enjoyed your book, Hunka Hunka Howdy too. I wanted to tell you that too. I, I emailed you about it, but your, your listeners should check that out too. <laughs> I agree. I think everyone should check out my book, Hunka Hunka Howdy. I think that's a great idea. I think. Um, I mean, it'll make cool. you feel better with all this. Read that; it'll make you feel better. It is. It is a a, a, a light work of uh, of entertainment and, and humorous poetry. So cool. All right, LB, I appreciate that shout out a lot, and um, always, it's been great to be connected with you all of these uh, years through poetry stuff. And and stay safe and healthy out there. You too. Thank you, Rick. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, that was LB. Sedlacek from uh, uh, North Carolina calling in. Uh, her book is The Poet Next Door. I just posted a link to that in the Facebook group so you can check it out there. Um, uh, I got uh, just a couple more people on the line. Unfortunately, I've only got uh, 60 seconds left, so I'm not going to be able to to get to you. I really appreciate you, uh, 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 everyone, uh, uh, letting me kind of zoom through this stuff. Normally, we, we're a little bit lighter on callers and I have the chance to breathe a little bit more and have uh, more lengthy conversations about you and what's going on in your poetry world. But um, I just wanted to get as many people on as possible today. Our next show is going to be Sunday, April 19th, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific. It'll be a format just like this, open reading. uh, So please plan on calling in. Uh, Don't forget to send in your poetry writing prompts. Uh, We're publishing one a day during National Poetry Month. Go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, so you can both see the ones that we've published in the past, get an idea of what we're picking. 
um, and then fill out the form to submit yours, and maybe yours will be published uh, someday during National Poetry Month next month, and people will write poems to it. I'm Rick Lupert um, from Poetry Superhighway. Thanks so much for for tuning in, everyone, and everyone stay safe and, and healthy out there. Um, take it easy.